Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You're now listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Chino Liao coming to you for another audio-only episode. And for this week, we've got a mini listicle for you. It's a two-in-one special as we bring you, in our opinion, the best and worst wrestler transformations. So to start off, guys, qualify muna natin. Ano ba mga wrestler transformations? We had this idea from the last live stream that we did, or we were trying to come up with ways to give Becky Lynch an edge. And then I was so I'm explaining it. The WWE, for better or for worse, has really done transformations to their fullest. And we're not just talking about rebranding here na parang iniba mo lang yung nickname nung tao kasi copyrighted siya by somebody else or nagpagupit lang si ganito tas transformation na ngayon now we're talking about full 180 degree transformations of characters okay not actual turns but maybe actual personas which we'll get to as we go down the list yeah we only have spots for five each because uh, we're trying to keep it short. So if you feel like we left people out, we didn't leave ng tao. So uh, you can add your, you can chime in on social media on who we missed, on who you wanted to see represented and stuff like that. Oh, kung gusto niyo gamitin tong episode na to react and submit your entry to be the newest host of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, bakit hindi, di ba? That's a great idea, yeah. So Chino, let them know how they can actually try that out. So yeah, basically, what you need to do is first and foremost, be following us on Spotify. Now, we are looking for the brand new host to be a part of our little wrestling family here. And all you need to do do that is submit a one-minute video showcasing your wrestling knowledge. Now, that means being up-to-date with the current wrestling happenings, all the WWE, the AEW, and everything else in between. Dapat updated gadon. Next, you also need to be articulate, know how to speak, be able to form an opinion on camera, live on the air, because we're going to do this every Thursday, right? 
And finally, you also have to be entertaining. No, hindi naman kami humihingi ng promo sa inyo. But you just have to have an opinion, like we said, and be entertaining enough that people want to listen to you on a weekly basis. Now, if you feel that you satisfy all three criteria, all you have to do is to submit a one-minute video to our social media pages on uh, the Rest of Resting podcast and tell react to this very episode. Itong episode na ginagawa namin ngayon, telling us what you loved about it the most or kung ano yung mga transformations na nagustuhan nyo na hindi nasama dito sa episode na to. All right, so there. We're looking forward to your entries. And as Rose said, uh, as we get to this list, you'll probably be, uh, be missing some names. So yeah, you can use those as fuel for your Wrestling Wrestling Podcast co-host search audition video. All right, let's start with... Uh, before we get to our list, uh, gotta let you know about a couple of ways to support the pod. First is by being a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron. All right, guys. Full Gear is coming up this weekend, Sunday, Manila time. So you can watch that with us. You don't have to worry about finding a live stream or whatever have you. You can watch that with us live on our Discord community. So all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. For as low as $250 a month, you get access to the watch parties, Discord community, exclusive review content of our uh, weekly TV episodes, and free merch as well. So all you got to do, again, subscribe. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month. Another way you can support the pod is by protecting your devices, especially when it comes to your online activity. Right. So uh, you got to protect your online surfing because there are so many bad actors out there that can capitalize on that. And if you want to ex- access some exclusive content on the internet as well, all you got to do is subscribe to NordVPN and protect yourself using our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash 476 podlink.co slash the numbers 476 it will take you to the NordVPN website where you can subscribe to a two-year and four-month plan exclusively for only $89 again that is 4,500 pesos really good deal podlink.co slash 476 Okay, let's get to our list. Ito yung five uh, worst wrestler transformations namin. And we're going to start with Karrion Cross, who is no longer with WWE as of this recording. So, you know, the next time you see him on TV again, he's probably going to be calling himself Killer Cross again or uh, whatever name he chooses from here on end. So, uh, Chino, I think you, you were the one who put Karrion Cross on this list. Can you explain why? Yeah, I think we all have an idea as to why he made the cut. Uh, both in the WWE and here on this countdown. Because that gimmick that he went by in NXT was intimidating and and captivating. And that entrance he did with Scarlet just captured your imagination. And when they brought him up to the main roster, they took everything that was magical from him away and gave him leather tights and a gimp mask. So, medyo hindi siya effective. We might as well talk about it now since uh, it happened a few days ago. So, he's been released. And it's such a shame because his gimmick or his entire personality was such a layup for someone like Vince. No? He was big. He was super intense. He got the looks. Uh, he's not a bad looking dude. He's got a hot valet slash girlfriend. And that should have been an easy push uh, on the main roster. But no, uh, he uh, Vince McMahon couldn't do anything with him. 
he took away everything as Sheena said that made him magical and he was left to flounder for himself until na released uh, a few days ago so that was pretty bad pretty bad mismanagement yeah, really unfortunate how your presentation to Karrion Cross went from being this killer, but he was literally killer Cross to being uh, towards the end the dude in a suit who was just saying stuff backstage. So yeah, that that pretty much sums up why he's on this end of the list. Let's go to name number two on worst wrestler transformations in terms of of appearance. I gotta put my man Otis here, and I I love Otis. I love them pre heel turn especially. Pero grabe nung nag Alpha Academy na siya, nung inahit na yung beard niya, ginupitan na siya ng buhok. I was like, huh, nawala na, nawala na rin yung charm niya. Because that was uh, even yung personality ni Otis as this lovable goofball, de ba na malaki, na mahilig kumain. Wala na rin. Like yeah. I I don't know what Otis is now other than Chuariwap ni Chad Gable. Yeah, it, nah, you know, everything that was good about Karrion Cross, the same can be said for Otis Perry in reverse, right? Huggable, siya, right? <laughs> yeah. he was willing to play his part, but just the fat dude. Okay, lang yun. But then they took everything out and and they tried to make him something that he's not. And when you're trying to play up, and I'm saying I'm not saying that. But there are ways where you and you can capitalize on that appeal that he has while also still giving him edge. And I feel like the WWE was able to do that here. Uh, I'm going to differ here and say that I was actually a fan of the heel turn and the subsequent joining the Alpha Academy because I'm a Chad Gable fan. But I felt like they ran out of space and time to explain why... Otis was doing this. So, yun yung kulang with this whole heel run. Uh, really good fleshing out of why he turned heel. And I think, or I thought, they probably had some plans in place for that on SmackDown. And they just didn't get around to it because they couldn't have that much time. So, I don't know if it's going to be, you know, fleshed out on Raw. I don't think it will be. And I think that's really what's missing here and why this is a bad transformation for you guys. Yeah. Uh, that pretty much says it. The next item on our list is Major ge- uh, General, Sha, but we're going to identify two specific examples here. The first is Akira Tozawa, and the second is Kung Fu Naki. And that's because they really just play on very horrible and outdated Asian stereotypes. Let's start with Tozawa, who entered WWE through the Cruiserweight Classic, and he was basically the same guy from Dragon Gate, diba? Uh, he was in Trunks, na Spider-Man inspired, and he got over because of the chants, yung ha, ha, ha. And then now he's a ninja in 2021, which is really, really absurd. Because... And, and racist. And, and, and racist. racist, yeah, right? Uh, the next is Kung Fu Naki. Who was a part of Kayentai? I think Chino, you're probably the uh, the person who can speak about this uh, better. Because it's more Yeah, but yung Kayentai, for those of you that don't know, is actually <laughs> a Japanese-led stable. Takamichinoku, Funaki, and a few other people were a part of this stable. And one of their more prominent storylines was wherein they were involved in a love triangle with one Val Venus. Nang ending is they tried to circumcise Val Venus on in in national TV. TV. I think they were going for castration, not yeah. circumcision. Uh, I was trying to, I was trying to be a little more. I, I wasn't trying to be as crude as. Ne ne, magkaiba yun talaga. Pero kasi basta, oh, basically puputulin nila yung edit di ba? With a samurai sword, okay? With a samurai sword, and considering the '90s, to it was a product of their time. 
fine, but current the later iterations of Funaki also didn't do him justice. Yeah, yung worst talaga was the Kung Fu Naki bit kasi yung SmackDown number one announcer gimmick, yun nagustuhan ko pa eh. Kasi, oh cool, you know, uh, the Japanese guy is an announcer. He's a backstage reporter, di ba? Like, I liked it because that's something I wanted to be. But when he became Kung Fu Naki, he wore a gi and and uh, the black belt and all that. I mean, Kung Fu isn't even Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a Chinese martial art. Yes, yeah. it is, it is. Uh you can you can really tell that it's old white guys who are running the show when you have characters like that. So um, it's not a good look. And even though now uh, they're doing they're trying to do a good job in representation and diversity in the main roster. But if you still have a Japanese ninja who is acting like a Japanese ninja, not even a serious type of ninja, then that's still pretty wrong. Yung Kenkoi 24-7 type of ninja fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Considering yeah. that Tozawa's English is the best from the Japanese guys on their roster. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, really unfortunate stuff there with uh, Asian stereotypes. Moving on to the next names on our list. Ito group na naman to because we got to talk about retribution. And oh boy. Uh, um, I think we have to start with the big guy. Dominic Dijakovic turning into T-Bar with a mask and the face paint. See uh, si Dio Madden becoming Mace. Shane Thorne becoming Slapjack. Mia Yim becoming Reckoning. Mercedes Martinez not even getting a retribution name. It, it, it was just a bad repackage all around. Uh, again, like uh, the Otis thing, this one failed because it was written pretty badly. So um, had there been much better writing, and I knew they were kind of trying to do that when they added Ali as the ringleader of all, of all retribution, uh, it could have been a lot, lot better. And it could have escaped this list, if you will. So yeah. Uh, it's just one of those things that did not pan out because they didn't, they weren't willing to flesh it out the right way. Yeah, the the foundation of this storyline was already faulty to begin with, There lapses in logic as to why Foundation, a group that works for the WWE, is attacking the WWE, right? logic and motivations as characters, but then. When they decided to give this story backbone, it was a little already too late in Retribution's run because they've already lost their teeth by not having by not having the stable make a lot of sense. So and they took away characters that already worked. The Balexi Yim was a successful NXT superstar. Donovan Dominic Dijakovic was also a successful NXT superstar and when they brought them up to the main roster and gave them these horrible masks they gave them these horrible masks is already just it spelled disaster for all of them yeah, ang dami kong questions nung lumabas yung retribution and even as the story progressed, diba? like bakit sila ni rename, bakit T-Bar, ano ibig sabihin ng T-Bar? Until now, di ko pa rin alam and pangalan pa rin niya yun, diba? Uh, si Mia Yim, diba, naka-mask siya tapos natanggal yung mask niya during a match and then alam na nung buong mundo na, uy, si Mia Yim yun, pero hindi siya in-address. So, sobrang daming questions for me as a fan na parang bakit ganito and ano yung meaning ng mga names nila? We never got those. So, doon ako na-disappoint. And, Ro, I remember when Retribution first came out, sabi mo sa akin, oh, ngayon pinagtatawanan mo yung names. Pero in the 90s, <laughs> names like Edge and Test, they were in. Diba? X-Pac, di ba? Parang ganun lang din yun. I, I think at the time, they didn't need to be explained kasi it was the D-Generation X era, right? Like, 
No, I think um, they did try to explain it. I know, I know for a fact that they tried to explain Edge and by you know citing his gimmick as a wandering tortured soul. So yun yung ano. Yun yung, so emo uh, siya before emo was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was emo before emo. Chaka uh, kaya si si Test alam ko may explanation din yun, di ba? His whole gimmick was that if you stepped up to him, you were gonna be put to the test. Yo, that's, no. that's the name Test. Oh so wow. Today that, I learned. That's uh that's the whole thing behind their names, diba? Pero yung retribution parang gat kami sa mundo. Bakit di namin alam, diba? So it's a little misleading. Yeah, that. I mean like uh somebody had to explain why somebody chose to name themselves Slapjack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless na kink talaga nila yon, in which case, you know, uh you do you, right? <laughs> okay, let's run out this list with uh this very unfortunate um transformation and that's Kerwin White. So in 2005, Chavo Guerrero rebranded himself and he uh, shaved his beard, he dyed his hair, like he bleached, bleached his, his hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah, and he came out as Kerwin White. And yung character niya was uh if if it's not white, it's not right. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I don't know. I I still don't know to this point what anyone was thinking when they came up with Kerwin White. I don't know why Chavo accepted it. I don't know why he decided it was a good idea, even as a heel, to whitewash his Latino heritage. Um, okay, Siguro, it was you know played for booze, but I don't think it was the right kind of booze. And I think the only good thing to come out of Eddie's death was uh, the end of his gimmick. Yeah, no, kasi, honestly, as bad as that sounds, I agree with you here. It put an end to this ridiculousness. Kasi, You're not wrong. It, it put an end. It's it's like reverse racism in a way, right? The white face being played by a man of color here. And so, from. Feeling ko racism pa rin yun eh, kasi this is a person of color outrightly saying na. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 right, he's yeah. essentially being a play white face here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's a little cringy, even for the time. It's very cringy. Oh, sobra, sobra. I'm, I'm, now, sure, I'm sure some people listening to this episode right now do not know of Kerwin White. And uh, you can look it up on YouTube if you want, but don't it's, say we didn't warn you. Yeah, must uh, imagine a Chavo Guerrero with bleach blonde hair and a sweater vest. And a very young Dolph Ziggler as his cat. <laughs> oh, yun pa. So yun, uh, that's our list of the five worst wrestler transformations in our opinion. Uh, you can have yours. You can send them our way at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and TikTok. Tara, mag-usap tayo. In the meantime, though, we're going to take a quick break and we got to let you know about a couple of ways to support the show. First is through your online shopping over on Lazada. All right, guys, you know what week it is. It is 11-11 time in a few days. So all you got to do to support the podcast with the essential shopping you'll be doing on Lazada is to use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash IAM. Type that in your mobile browser before you start shopping at the cart and check out. And what you buy will help us do what we do here on the podcast. No extra cost to you. And another way you can support us is by getting yourself a Union Bank Lazada credit card. Here's how. I'm not sure you can get the Union Bank Lazada credit card in time for 11-11, but you can still try. Uh, because when you use that to shop on Lazada, you will get up to six times the Lazada credits. So all you got to do is use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash LJ9. Podlink.co slash letters LJ and the number nine. Every sign up will help us do what we do here on the podcast at no extra cost as well. 
And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hi mga matcha sexy chismosa, ako nga pala si Makoy, ang inyong corporate slave. At ako nga pala si Ingo, ang inyong corporate lucky. Nabalitaan nyo na ba yung pinakabagong chismis? Nandito na kami ngayon sa Podcast Network Asia. Oo nga, kaya samahan nyo kami sa longest. Longest? Running. Ayun yung pinakamahaba? Comedy podcast sa buong Pilipinas. Di ba ba longest? Yung pinakamahaba? Oo, parang tayong pinakamahaba. Ang macho chismisa. Dahil ang tunay na macho, chismoso. Pag longest ba? Tayo rin yung pinakamatigas. And we're back. Alright, taba ng nega. Let's go over to the good side of our listicle episode. So let's give you the five best wrestler transformations in our humble opinions on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And we gotta start with the great one, The Rock, whose 25th anniversary in the WWE we just celebrated last week. I think you can lump in ano, Stone Cold in with this uh, this entry because, you know, two sides is the same coin. And they were intertwined in the Attitude Era anyway. And they both actually undergone, uh, underwent a transformation that ev- elevated them to main event status. Right? So The Rock uh, event uh, originally debuted as Rocky Mayavia, the son of uh, Rocky Johnson and the grandson of Peter Mayavia. So nobody liked that because... They didn't know what to make of it, and then he turned into The Rock, and he started uh, dominating people on the mic, and the rest is history, as you guys know. Yeah, and even with Stone Cold, he started out as a ringmaster, which didn't make sense, really. I mean, nobody knew what it was, but when he did that King of the Ring promo where he first said the words Austin 316... That's what made him a made man. But that's what it, it just goes to show the star making power of the WWE that in a person finds a gimmick that works for him, it can take him places. And The Rock and Stone Cold are very proof of that. Siguro to zoom in a little bit on the physical side of it. See, see Rock, when he first came out, the Bas Rocky Mayavia, he had all these tassels, all these wild colors, which were still very, uh, very representative of the new generation era from the early 90s. And yung US at the time was already shifting culturally towards yung mas edgy na form oh, of Gen pop X. culture, di ba? Gen X yun eh, yeah. Right, right. So, you know, it, it didn't sell, obviously. So when The Rock became The Rock, di ba? He joined the Nation of Domination. He was just really wearing black most of the time. And siguro yung, yung colors ng, ng uh, Nation of Domination. And from having that smile, that goofy Rocky Maya via smile, to scowling and having that eyebrow, that one eyebrow raised, that really did wonders for his career. Uh, in contrast naman, since Roe uh, brought Stone Cold up, um, even going back to his days, a stunning Steve Austin. He had the blonde hair, but he was also kind of balding. And when he became Stone Cold, he just went for the complete shaved head look, deba. Right? Um, it also did wonders for him. Like mas maanga siya with just that goatee. That's it, deba. Right? Yeah. Oh, and that with the examples at all as we go along. I mean, you can even lump John Cena into this or Randy Orton, deba, right? from going from generic baby faces to the guys that uh to who put the company on their back. So and it just it just goes to show na pag may push ka and may gimmick ka na maganda that people immediately love and that you can pass off as authentic, doon ka talaga kikita. Eh. Talaga aangat. Actually, the point I was making was more of like 
yung yung appearance talaga nung talent ng wrestler um if if you just do a tweak sometimes you might stumble on gold like you know with with Austin diba when he realized that oh i'm losing my hair anyway might as well go bald um sometimes it's it's that it's those little things that really uh put you over and uh, catapult you into superstardom so it's it's a, definitely a combination of all those things that we mentioned for sure uh, next name on our list. Let's talk about the women here, and let's talk about Bailey. Uh, let's start with Roe first because Roe, I know you really loved the Bailey gimmick pre heel turn. Yeah, um, I, I don't like this being on the good list actually because I'm still a huge fan of hugging Bailey, um, the baby face Bailey, the female John Cena. So yung para yung pinaka ultimate Bailey in my opinion, and I think that I I know for a fact. That Bailey herself pitched the new gimmick to evolve and grow as a wrestler. That's totally fine. I I gotta understand that. Um, there's no way that I can disagree with that. Uh, but I really thought that um, she had something as a heroine character. So uh, so brang sayang for me. But I get it again. Uh, turning heel was also a good thing for her, and a lot of people like that. Chino, why do you like it? No, I'm one of those people. I like it because it showcases her depth as a performer. It, they literally took everything that was good about the old Bailey and replaced it with something else. Diba? And we saw Roman Reigns did that, but feeling most successful parentong iteration to because it accompanied the downward spiral. Diba? When Bailey decided to transform herself, she was in the middle of a losing streak, diba? or a title. Yeah. And she was already coming into a crisis of character at this point. So it not only made sense for her as a performer, but for her as a character in the world of the WWE to cut her hair, lose the the Bailey bodies, and just gain an overall new attitude. Yeah, she didn't just lose the Bailey buddies. She killed them on TV. Diba? She brought out yung shears and she oh. just <laughs> cut them cut them down on TV. Imagine if you're a kid. Ah, oh, the Bailey buddies. Ah, oh, she's killing them. Uh, it, 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 it was great what she did. Even yung makeup, diba? She changed her makeup. Mas yeah. kumapal yung mascara niya para mas maging mas kupal yung itsura. Yung the, the, the haircut into the tita hair. Which I think, I think, it's, the worst, I think yeah. it's the worst part. That's why I don't like it because of the tita hair. Yeah. But, but kasi, these are the titas we don't like. But these are diba? the Karens or the Marites of the world. I mean, feeling ko kasi successful din siya if people like Ro don't like her. I suppose. Yes. Yeah, right. I mean, that's what being a heel is all about. Yeah. You take out the things that people loved about you and when you turn, so yun, effective. Siya. Right, next up uh, on the list, we're going to stay with the women and we're going to talk about Rhea Ripley. So, uh, what's up to everybody who loves that apak energy? Rhea Ripley turning from uh, this. You know, really beautiful girl uh, next door. Girl next Barbie door type. Barbie doll, diba? uh, I wouldn't say Barbie doll, but medyo Charlotte-ish. Yeah, Charlotte Analog. Yeah. Right, right? Uh, you know, nung first May Young Classic, then the following year, she sported a different look, different haircut, all black. My God, what a transformation. Literal night and day with Rhea Ripley. If you put both pictures side by side, they don't look like the same person, diba? She went from long, flowing blonde hair to parang yung gupit niya ngayon na may ahit sa side that looks very aras, diba? And going from no tattoos to 
fully tatted about getting all jacked and all metal and man if there was like get while I don't support uh violence in the bedroom I get energy I don't really get it so I'm all for real Ripley being a part of this side of the list you know um this transformation is similar to the Bailey transformation and but I like it better even though I also like old Rhea Ripley. But I like it better because this feels a lot more her, a lot more naturally her, more than Bailey does. So uh, I'm just glad to see Rhea uh, being allowed to come into her own and you know uh, show the real side of her that had been hiding, I guess, in the first May Young Classic. So um, it's a good thing that they decided that it was good and they decided to push her to the moon with it. Uh, bonus question for you guys, especially you, Chino, since you're an older fan. Would Rhea Ripley have had a place in WWE in the pre-women's evolution era? Feeling go, feeling go wala. No, uh, feeling go meron, meron. Because she is conventionally attractive, guys, as you know from uh, the first appearances, diba? So I do think they would have glammed her up that way in the old divas way rather than you know have her be a more tomboyish character like okay kung gagamitin nila yung original persona niya that was very blonde very beautiful but as she is right now but as she is right now feeling ko wala eh. kasi yeah, I'm gonna bring up examples like China or Luna Vachon who for the most part were very talented in the ring but were never really considered the stars of their divisions they were more considered attractions, right? something to, to be uh, to look at, but not really draw star power. Right? They weren't the Trish Stratuses of the time. They weren't the leaders of their day. Right? So the, the fact that you only watch, you are drawn to the card because of these names, but you stay because uh, you, can, you can see somebody like Luna Vachon bite somebody's ear off or China body slam a dude. But they weren't really the star power that you were looking for, that they were looking for, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I, I see what both of you are saying here. Um, any other thoughts on Rhea Ripley before we get to our next name on the list? No, no, man. Feeling covered then. All right. Apak Energy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Next name on our list is another superstar who's undergone transformation after transformation, and that's Alexa Bliss. So, um, wh- which transformation do you want to focus on? Yung fairy princess to the mean girl, or hot mean girl to freaky, scary mean girl? I go for the first one because that was that, that, that is still the most iconic transformation. Yeah, I agree. Because with the first, you wouldn't have the later transformations without having that first transformation. Because for me, that's when everybody saw that Alexa Bliss was more than just a generic diva, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I remember when Fairy Princess cheerleader Alexa Bliss uh, had come out. I was like, okay, she's cute. Sige, uh, you know, cheerleader and glitter, glitz, sparkle, la la la, you know. Um, and, and when she turned heel and aligned with uh, Blake and Murphy, I was like, wow, she got really hot. <laughs> and uh, nawala yung blue highlights ng hair niya, naging red, diba? And uh, she really emphasized certain parts of her body dun sa kanya mga costumes, par- uh, particularly uh, her her legs, her her butt, diba? Her thighs. So it, it, it was a big transformation for me because it was like the really cute girl next door suddenly became the, the hottest girl in, in the class. 
she's gone on record to say that yung original character niya, yun yung totoong personality niya sa totoong buhay. And that she had to um, act to, you know, successfully portray the mean girl. And the fact that she is a lot better um, in the character that she isn't really speaks a lot. So uh, that's a good transformation there and really uh, huge props for going along with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree because it allowed not only her but also the creative team of the WWE to mold the character of Alexa Bliss into different iterations. She went from becoming a mean girl to a scary possessed demon girl to now a scary possessed mean girl. Ang ang lie ang lie na nung uh, evolution niya from the original Sparkle uh, fairy princess cheerleader gimmick. Yeah, and when she got drafted to the main roster in 2016, she was one of the last draft picks I remembered. And then uh, not long after that, she became SmackDown Women's Champion. Fast forward to today, she's a five or six time Women's Champion, multi time tag team champion. So, you know, not bad for one of the last draft picks from that iconic 2016 draft. So there, uh, let's round out this list with a name you might not be expecting. Uh, I'm talking to the li- uh, the listeners here, but for me, this was one hell of a transformation, and that's Derek Bateman to EC3. So if you don't remember Derek Bateman, let's set the table here. Uh, back in the old days of NXT, there was a guy who, uh, you know, looked pretty generic as a babyface. Uh, he had like. Um, uh, Medro smaller sideshow Bob type of hair uh, didn't really stand out because his name was Derek Bateman and then he got released went to Impact and then became the hottest thing there for a good number of years as Ethan Carter the third or EC3 and all it took was for him to really uh, get super jacked cut his hair start wearing some suits and be Dixie Carter's nephew uh I remember Derek Bateman because I used to follow NXT back in the day before we before it turned into the NXT we know now. And while he was generic, he was also kind of solid, and he also had good comedy chops. Um, especially, uh, he had chemistry with his mentor Daniel Bryan. So I thought that um, it was kind of a waste to release him, but he made such a good transformation of himself that um, it's hard to deny and nakakagago din that he was released without um, being used much on the main roster. It's also proof that some time off can actually give make you grow as a performer and as a character. And I'm not saying this to justify recent releases here, pero yung fact na, na umalis siya and he, and he decided to improve upon himself and come up with this new gimmick where he's this entitled rich boy and come and that allowed him to come back to WWE as the same character that leads me to believe that hindi lahat ng umaalis ng WWE are worse for it. Some of them, in fact, are better for it. Uh, you have to give props to TNA at the time because they took a chance on this little-known uh, FCW product. Uh, he didn't get much of an opportunity to shine, but they thrust him in this top role as you know Dixie Carter's nephew and he ran all the way with it yeah yeah um I, I guess yung arc ni EC3 is very similar to Drew McIntyre 
uh, except that si Drew actually had some uh, a little bit of success on the main roster before he left WWE in 2014. Pero like EC3, he also just filled up. He grew into his body talaga and really became super jacked and became this gladiator. Now, when he returned to WWE, he was really a, a big deal. So, parang ganun din. EC3, Drew McIntyre, uh, Chino, before we recorded, you were making a case for Tyler Breeze who went from uh, Mike Dalton, uh, this generic FCW talent, to being the male model that we all know and love. Yes, because again, and dahil pang example to to, Leo Kruger being part of this, uh, the Velveteen Dream, it's it's all it all I can all lump them into one one honorary mention here. Because kahit papano, they went from generic tight wearing wrestlers to unique characters that you can remember them as, diba? They can stand out on their own and hold their own on the mic and the ring because they were able to develop these new personas. And uh, their looks, for sure, for sure. So there, uh, those are our our um, nominations, I guess, or the names on our list for the best wrestler transformations. What are yours? Let us know at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and on TikTok. Now, as we wind down here, we got to let you know about another couple of ways that you can support the show. The first is through your online shopping on Shopee. Right, guys. 11-11 again is coming up soon. And you also can support the podcast by your shopping on Shopee. Just use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash W, the number 9, and the letter X. Again, type in, in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here on the podcast at no extra cost to you. One last sponsor we got to plug. Uh, those are our friends from Nike. Yes. Uh one of our favorite sportswear brands in the world. So all you got to do to support the podcast if you are shopping on Nike is to use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash 2J8, podlink.co slash the number 2, the letter J, and the number 8. And what you buy will also help us what we do here in the podcast at North Cost. All right. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for this episode in which we counted down our own best and worst wrestler transformations. And if you want to keep the conversations going, there's always the rest of our uh, catalog of episodes on Spotify. Please follow us over there. It's the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we've mentioned Twitter or TikTok, but we're also on Facebook and Instagram. It is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And everything we've been shilling, you can find them on our link tree, which Chino created for you. It's linktr.ee slash wrestling wrestling podcast now next up on our plate on thursday we're predicting aew full gear their last big pay-per-view before uh, 2021 comes to a close and our friend bibo reyes is joining us on the podcast he's returning after wrestlemania i believe so yes uh yeah, WrestleMania was the last time that we talked with Bebo on the podcast. So he'll be helping us predict full gear. That should be a lot of fun. We'll catch you on our weekly live stream this Thursday at 7 p.m. at Wrestling Wrestling Pod on Kumu or on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Thank you very much to our babyface producers. Uh, I, I believe it's Gel who's p- uh, putting this one together behind the scenes. Uh, and to everybody else over at Podcast Network Asia who are doing all the good work so we can keep doing what we do best here. Thank you so much. And for you, please stay safe, double mask, get your vaccines if you can. And by next year, let's go out and vote on behalf of Romoran and Chino Liao. My name is Stan C. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. 
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.